0: Welcome to another edition of Believe in the Bronx, uh, the post-game two ALCS edition. Uh, Pete Caldera here at Minute Maid Park. Mike Stanton uh, in Houston. And uh, obviously, you, you, we all watched uh, what happened again. The, you know, a, a, a Houston Astros team that is certainly built for October and built to torment the, the New York Yankees. Uh, now in a, uh, we'll go back to New York with a, a two games and a zero lead. Uh, After this 3-2 victory by the Astros here at Minute Maid, Um, you know, Mike, you know, it kind of came down to one pitch uh, for Severino tonight—a fastball. I got too much of the plate that Bregman hit out. Um, You know, but uh, once again, just the Yankees coming up short uh, offensively.
1: Yeah, a bunch of strikeouts by for the Yankees, but I think you really have to give credit to, you know, the Astros pitching staff. You know, both of these games have been competitive games. You know, yesterday four to two, today three to two. But Framber Valdez was absolutely spectacular. Other than the bad defensive play that he made, he really couldn't have pitched any better. 25 swing and misses from Framber Valdez. 16 on the curveball alone. Absolutely amazing. I don't think there's any question when you look at Framber Valdez, you can say that this dude has one of the best curveballs in the game. He throws it a lot. And when he's got it rolling like he did tonight, you're just simply not going to do much with it. Now, on the other side, Luis Severino, he threw the ball well also. He was throwing hard. He was moving the ball around. And even the pitch that Bregman hit out, it wasn't a terrible pitch. It was supposed to be up and in, and it was like inside corner, maybe mid-thigh, maybe a little bit higher than that. It wasn't as high as he was going. He, he wanted it. And Bregman just put a good swing on it, beat him to the spot, and drove the ball out of the ballpark. And that was really the ball game that coupled with – an Astros bullpen that is just got all kinds of swing and miss in it, just like the rotation does, and you saw it again tonight with a bunch of strikeouts.
0: Yeah, and you saw the Yankees kind of cursing the fates here again. Uh, the, the fact that the, the roof was open on a, a gorgeous but but windy night uh, yeah. here in downtown Houston, uh, that uh, you know Bregman's ball goes out at three sixty, uh, Judge's ball at, uh, in the eighth inning. Uh, is a home run in one ballpark and that's Yankee stadium. Yeah. But, uh, here with the, with the crosswinds, it was, uh, it kind of stopped at the top. Yeah. Of the it wall knocked and, it down.
1: Yeah. Catch. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, would, I would actually say Pete that, you know, it, he also hit a ball to center field that he hit very, very well. Also yeah. that in, and and listen. Having the roof open at Minute Maid Park in a playoff game, I think it's only happened five times in all of the playoff games that have been played there. So it was it was a little surprising. We talked about it last night. I, I said I was going to be extremely surprised if it was open, and, and it was. And it, like you said, it was a beautiful night. But I think that definitely the ball that Judge hits to right field – I think with the roof closed, that ball goes out of the ballpark. The ball, you know, the way the wind was swirling today, it was definitely knocking the ball down, but Hey, everybody has to play in the elephant elements. Everybody has to play in the same venue. And, you know, Bregman was able to drive the ball out of the ballpark where the Yankees in a couple situations weren't.
0: Yeah. That ball that uh, judge hit the first inning, 389, nine feet. So maybe it, uh, it goes the extra ten if, uh, if if the roof is closed. But yeah, that's hey, that's that's Houston's home field advantage. Just like at Yankee Stadium, the short right field porch, yeah. and uh, the Yankees, ex, uh, you know, have exploited that over the years, and certainly this year with as many home runs as they've hit, and of course uh, Judge with 62 this year, and a lot of his balls go out to right center. Uh, not that he couldn't hit one out of Yellowstone, as they say, but uh, <laughs> that's that's what the home field advantage right. is now. That, the Yankees will, will at least have that going for them and, and their home crowd and Garrett Cole on the mound when they uh, go back to the Bronx on Saturday uh, night for, for game three. Um, you know, I Cole will be on regular rest. Uh, he's You've already seen him pitch with, with the, the series on the line. You'd expect to get his best again uh, on regular rest when they, when they go back to the Bronx. Um, but listen, this is... You know, you, you've seen the best of Houston's pitching already, uh, you know, kind of uh, nullify and, and neutralize the Yankees' bats. Uh, and that, that bullpen's still going to be strong, uh, uh, you know, with, with, a, with a day of rest here uh, on the travel day going back uh, to New York. And they'll Houston will still have their full complement of arms in that bullpen.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're going to be, you know, they're going to be rested. They have the off day. You know, Presley had another outstanding outing, striking out the side, even though he did walk Donaldson. Donaldson put a good at-bat to get, uh, on him there in the ninth inning. But, you know, the, this is really how the Astros have won all season long. It hasn't really been by the offense. This is different than previous years. You know, offense was down across Major League Baseball uh, as a whole and really the reason the Astros have been able were able to win 106 games was because of their pitching staff not just the rotation not just the bullpen all of them they were outstanding year and you can see you can see why there's a lot of swing and miss coming out of that bullpen there's a lot of swing and miss in the rotation and you know Garrett Cole's going to have his his work cut out for him they need Garrett Cole to go out and not just keep them in the game they need to go him to go out and dominate the Astros try and get that win in game three, save that bullpen. Cause you also have to remember yeah. starting in game three, five straight days of baseball. And that definitely plays into the hands of the Astros because of the issues that, that the Yankees have had in their bullpen with their depth and with guys coming back from injury.
0: Yeah. That's a huge uh, key. You mentioned there, Mike, that uh, yeah, not only is it just the, the three straight games in New York, there's no, travel off day if they actually take the series back to to Houston for for game six so uh yeah it's it's just uh straight straight baseball from from here on out with 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 no breaks uh you know you saw Boone shake up the lineup a a bit uh going into this game too uh you know they they haven't had a prototypical leadoff hitter since uh, Lemayhu and Benintendi went down so uh, it was Bader up at the top you know, Mike, I wouldn't be surprised if he threw Judge back at the top of their order uh, on on uh, Saturday for Game Three, just yeah. to uh, you know, you know, provide his own protection. Maybe you know, start the game off with a walk or a homer or or, or a long hit or or just something to you know, shake it up again. Because I, I you know, they they seem to be searching and and listen, they, they certainly have a, a lineup that's somewhat compromised from where it was uh, earlier when they had their full complement of. of players they're they're healthier now but you know you see the astros take advantage of the imbalances in the yankees lineup and 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 with a, a full complement of all right-handed relievers in there um and and uh you know the a yankee lineup that, that is heavy heavily right-handed uh you know yeah. these are these are some of the advantages that, that, that houston has right now
1: well they are uh i'm gonna go the other way i'm gonna say i i kind of liked it the way you know the way um um Harrison has swung the bat and, 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 yeah. you know, he ended up getting a, a hit tonight. And, and, you know, so I, I think that I call me an old school hardliner, whatever you want to do. I kind of like the idea, unless you're going to put Bader in the nine hole, you know, right. I still want somebody on base in front of Judge. So if you need to put him in the two hole, that's fine. Um, but if you put him up in the leadoff spot, you want him, you know, you want him the first bat, the first AB of the game for the Yankees, then I got to put somebody in the nine hole that at least has a chance of getting on base because, you know, chances are solo home runs aren't going to do it. You know, the, the, the Yankees 30 strikeouts in these first two games, it's been a pretty incredible how good the Astros pitching has been and how much swing and miss there has been. It's going to be up to the long, ball. that's how, Runs are scored in the postseason. Yes, we did see the Padres uh, yesterday have five straight hits. Uh, They're in their fifth inning, but that doesn't happen very often. The pitching is usually too good. It's usually a, you know, a walk, a bloop, and a blast. That's how you score your runs.
0: Right. Uh, and also with the Yankees lineup, I, I would expect Peraza to still be at shortstop uh, in, in game three. Uh, Boone made that switch. Uh, you know He's he, – and he looked absolutely fine over there defensively. He uh, Actually least. made some uh, um,
1: several pretty good plays.
0: Several pretty good plays. I would think you know you know you know fans have, have been asking about Donaldson and, and maybe getting him out of lineup. He certainly wasn't getting out of the lineup today against the left-handed starter. But it, as you mentioned. That at bat he put on in the ninth inning, his ability to draw a walk, his ability to run into a home run, and and his defensive ability at third base, I I don't see the Yankees making a change at third base. In this yeah, I
1: don't either. It player. just does it doesn't make any sense. You you've gone this far with him, you know, and he can break out of it just as quickly as he went into it. It's really a, you know one swing, but his still. His command of the strike zone was huge. I mean, you know, with that at bat in the ninth inning, you didn't just get the tying run to the plate. You got the winning run to the plate because he was able to draw that walk off of Presley. So I, I don't I don't think you – know, I know there's questions about it, but I don't think there's really any question at all. He's been the guy that's that's been there all year. Yeah, he hasn't swung the bat great as of late, but, you know, he's a veteran guy he knows his strike zone and he plays superior defense so i i don't think that's really an option at all to take him out
0: yeah and uh, just curious what you're making of matt carpenter's at bat listen to? it's 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 tough to to jump into a playoff series especially against the elite pitching that the houston astros have uh, when you haven't played it in in 2 months uh, because of the broken foot but you know they i mean we've got spoiled watching carpenter you know post yeah. a, a you know over a 1000 ops in his 50 games with the Yankees and uh you know really you know elevate his game to where he was in his uh, best St. Louis prime but uh you know right now over 7 with 7 Ks uh it's been a rough uh, October for Matt Carpenter.
1: Yeah it's it's not really fair. I mean to to just throw somebody into the fire uh, the frying into the fire out of the frying pan yeah. the way the way it's been and I understand you know they're trying to catch lightning in a bottle with with Aaron Boone you know putting him in there. but you know with the way that the Astros can spin the ball, what is he going to be able to hit? He's going to be able to hit fastballs. You know, that's what he's going to time. He just hasn't got the repetition on the off speed stuff to really recognize it. Now, all you got to do is look at the last pitch today. It was a curveball that bounced like right on top of the plate, and he wasn't able to check his swing. So that means he's committing way, way too early, especially against Presley, who's not really throwing any fastballs right now. You had to expect an off speed pitch. So, you know, I, I look at it and I, I almost feel sorry for him just simply because, you know, he wants to do – he wants to step up, he wants to help the team, he wants to do everything he can, but he just hasn't got the repetition, hasn't got the timing uh, in order to to perform the way, you know, he did prior to the injury. So I think that Booney may keep running out there, but I think that it's a long shot that he's actually able to, to square up a ball and do some damage.
0: Right. You know, I guess from the Yankee standpoint, too, you, you, you got to think, all right, well, we've still played uh, two very close uh, competitive games against yep. the Astros. We've held uh, Alvarez and Altuve completely in check in, in, in the first two games. Uh, and um, you're going home, and, and you've got uh, you've got Cole and Cortez going in, in three yeah. and four. So uh, if you're taking a positive home on that flight tonight, I guess that those would be it.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's what you have to look for you you can't you can't harp on the negatives in a situation that you're down 0-2 you have to find positives in what you have done and you know having your 1 and 1A on the mound in the next two games is huge but they're still going to have to score some runs you know you you, you know you know Cole can go seven shutout and still get a no decision if the offense doesn't do something so they're going to have to do something it's probably going to be Lance McCullers Jr and you know we yeah. know what Lance is going to do he's going to go out there and spin the ball like crazy just like just like all the rest of them have but and uh you know that his breaking balls are elite so yes. it's going to be tough. There, there's no doubt about it. It's not um, it's not an easy uh, an easy road to hoe there. But it's this is just going to have to be one of those things. They're going to have to figure out how to scratch a couple runs across and give um, you know give Garrett Cole a chance. You know that's that was one of the great things about him pitching against the Guardians was that's exactly what the offense did. They jumped out, gave him a couple runs to work with, and then he got into the flow of the game. If they can do that. Okay yeah, maybe you can get yourself back into this, uh, into this series, but it's going to be difficult because Lance McCullough's jr. You know, he is very good.
0: He is. He is terrific. And, uh, if the Yankees, uh, are going to win this series. They have to find a way to get it right back here to Houston, uh, next week, but, uh, we'll be in the Bronx, uh, on Saturday and Sunday, uh, and, uh, we'll be with you after those games, uh, to, to talk about it, break it down and, and set up the next games. And, uh, I'll look forward to that. Look forward to being in my own bed in the, in, in New York, and, uh, and see if we uh, we get it back to Houston, Mike.
1: Yeah, well, th- I mean, that's that's uh that's what Yankee fans are looking for. Try and extend this series, but what they got to do more than anything else is they got to win Game Three. If they don't win Game Three, I think the series may be over.
0: Yeah, I think you're right. All right, so uh, that'll do it from Houston, and uh, we appreciate you tuning in on our podcast, Believe in the Bronx, and uh, we'll see you after game three in New York.
1: See ya.